0: What's going on, everybody? This is Chris with Wildlife Command Center and the Wildlife Command Center podcast. Thank you again for listening, tuning in. I appreciate if you would smash that subscribe button. Give us five stars on the review. That would be fantastic. This episode is part two of mine and Michael's discussion about what we will do in 2022 and the last little installment on our kind of week-long series on goals, goal-setting and figuring out what your plan should be for the new year. So again, just like last episode, maybe if you hadn't heard, I am locking down a coupon code for your guys for Wildlife Command Center Coffee. It is by far the best coffee I've had as far as cold brewing, you know? I like to cold brew it myself. I get the breakfast blend personally. I mean, the dark roast is just as awesome, but my breakfast blend guy, because it has a little bit higher caffeine content and I am unashamedly a caffeine junk junkie. (laughs) So that is coming soon. I'll get it to you guys as soon as I can. And I'll be talking about it here on the podcast as soon as we got that thing locked down from the web, guys. So appreciate you guys listening. Enjoy me and Michael's part two of goals in 2022 on the Wildlife Command Center podcast. Thanks. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Wildlife Command Center podcast. Again, Happy New Year. I mean, it's been a couple days, (laughs) but Happy New Year. Today, I got on Bare Hands Baran again. Bare Hands Baran. That's right. Michael Baran. And today, we're going to talk about part two of our 2022 goals. We're going to get into the nitty gritty of what our actual goals are.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, and and we've talked about what are you going to do in 2022? And mm-hmm. you know, we've had time now to refine some of these goals. I've had lunch with a lot of the technicians. Oh, nice. And we have we have gone from the thought process stage, we have gone through the rough draft stage. We have gone through the sending text messages and sending email stage and we've actually written our goals down on hard copy. And we've shared those goals with our peers. And you know, one of the things we talked about in our last podcast was accountability. And, you know, as grown human beings, pretty much, we really don't like accountability too much. No,
0: no, we do not. You know? We, (laughs) We don't like people calling us on our stuff, on our BS.
1: Yeah, you know, and I think the the more narcissistic you are, and we all are, the more egocentric mm-hmm. you are, and we all are, it's how we survive, the more difficult it is to accept accountability, especially when it comes to goal setting and goal getting, because none of us like to be called out on our BS, none of us. <laughs> No, dude, we
0: just want to do it quietly in the shadows, just flutter around and muck around in our mediocrity,
1: you know? Yeah. So let me jump right in real quick. And this is going to be a big one for me. Mm -hmm. And so, so one of my 2022 goals is an intermediate goal. And that is to develop a true board of directors or an accountability board with wildlife command center. Now, that sounds pretty official and corporate like, <laughs> right? But yeah. the but the reality of it is that it's going to be our CPA, Chance, and myself and we're going to have monthly meetings and the CPA doesn't actually sit on the board of directors, but Chance does. And we are going to talk about financial accountability so that we can meet our financial goals, but mostly so that I can start transferring some of the thought process of how to keep the finances straight, how to keep the cash flow straight, how to keep the financial goals straight with the company. Because up until now, for the last 11 years, 12 years now, We're in 2022, Mm -hmm. so 12 years. I have done it all. Like That has been all inside my gray matter, up in my brain, and it, it has not been shared with anybody. And so when you get a company to a certain level, you have to prepare to relinquish a certain amount of control so that you can allow other people to succeed in your company.
0: And eventually, if things just get too big, you know? for one person to deal with
1: all by themselves, even if it is you. Yeah, and you got to know how big that is. I think people that try to hang on too much, like I know some operators out there that will not hire employees because they will not relinquish control. And so they can only do as much as they can do. As they can do, yeah. Yeah, and that's as big as they'll ever be is as big as they are. Because if you don't, Take on and prepare to have employees and people that can help you. Then you can only do what you are able to do, and you will only be as big as you are. And that's it. And if you're good with that, that's perfectly okay. But that's not the vision that I have do for big the company. Jobs, sheesh. You know. Mm-hmm. And so this is going to expose some vulnerability. This is going to expose some thought processes that I've had this is going to expose some good stuff and it's going to expose some not so good stuff. Because when you prepare and you open yourself up and you become vulnerable by accepting this, this level of accountability, then you have to be prepared that some of your thought processes may not be the very best processes, even if they worked. They can always change and, and get better, you know? Yeah, And so, this is what I was alluding to early. Some of us are egocentric. I promise you, I have some egocentricity about me. I have an ego, you know? I like myself. I like my decisions. I like my company. I like everything about me. But (laughs) that's my own perceptions. And are they the best? Well, can they be better? You have to yes. open yourself up to the possibilities yeah. that maybe your thought processes are not the best and that there are some better processes out there, some better techniques, some better thought lines that you could adapt to become better. So one of, one of the things that you'll see a lot on my social media is the saying by, I think it was done by St. Jerome back in the 13th century. Good, better, mm-hmm. best. Never let it rest till your good is better and your better is best. And I'll say that again. It's good, better, best. Never let it rest till your good is better and your better is best. You know, And mm-hmm. so going along those lines, you have to submit a little bit. You have to open up. You have to communicate. You have to be vulnerable. Because nobody, nobody wants to hear that your perfect idea is not so perfect. (laughs) Nobody wants to hear that your best plan could be better if. Nobody wants to hear that if. You know, it's Mm -hmm. hard. It's hard for us as adults. Because, uh, you know, especially if you're successful, I think it's even harder when you're successful. And I consider myself successful. I consider myself as to achieving goals. You know, I consider myself as to always bettering where I am. Mm -hmm. Certainly, if you look at the 46-year-old me versus the 56-year-old me, going to be 57 in 2022— You know, Mm -hmm. I'm better now than I was then. So I, I consider myself successful. And when you're successful, it's hard sometimes to take a step back and go, maybe your best can be better. That's one of my goals this year is to is to retract a little bit, is to pull my ego back a little bit and to be vulnerable. And to have bigger, better accountability partners so that my best can be better. And I don't think I'm going to struggle with it, but I am going to have to be conscientious about it constantly. It will be interesting getting, you know, Chance's fresh perspective on things with him being so young. Absolutely. You know, Chance and I sat down the last week of December and we had lunch together. And, you know, one of the things that I told Chance is this. I said, you are in an incredible period of time. You're in the best possible position right now because you at 25 are thinking about and making decisions and basing goals at the same point in time when I was 35. Mm -hmm. You've got a 10-year head start advantage on me. So think about how incredibly awesome your life is going to be when you're 56. Dude. Because you will be. You will be 56 at some point. Eventually, yeah. But, you know, he's he's 25 and he's thinking of things and he's preparing and he's setting goals where I was when I was 35. He's definitely going to be on a good path, you know? So anyway, we were talking about some personal goals yeah. and some business goals and things for 2022, and very, very specific. You know, you know, we are going to hit 3.25 million dollars in gross sales mm-hmm. with the company. So that is a long-term goal. About six months from now, the middle of the summer, you know, you start that goal immediately. Like you, you got to jump yeah, that's off day one. in January. Yeah. You got to start doing those little small goals that you set every day if you're going to hit that number at the end of the year. But that goal drives many of my other goals, you know? Mm -hmm. For instance, one of our goals is going to be to have 20 solid technicians trained and ready to go by the time we hit bat season, Ah, the end of May, July.
0: Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Right in the summer, twenty. You said twenty. What are we at now? You said seventeen. We're fourteen.
1: Yeah, I think we Mm -hmm. have fourteen right now.
0: So you want seventeen?
1: I think you said seventeen. Yeah, Yeah, I think we at seventeen. So yeah, we're gonna. Yeah, we are at seventeen. So we're gonna hit twenty. Yeah, because I want to hire three more solid technicians. You know, we definitely Mm -hmm. need one in Sacramento. We need one in Little Rock, Arkansas. Ooh, we really need. That's exciting. We really need two. In St. Louis, in St. Louis, I'm on slate one. If we get two, we'll be bonused.
0: <laughs>
1: but there's a lot that goes with that to be able to hit 3.25 million dollars in gross sales. Mm-hmm. You know, some of it is going to be you, like your goals are going to be a part of the cog. You know, the working mechanism to, for me to get there. So let's talk yeah. about your financial goals.
0: Financial. So I break mine down into four categories, health, wealth, love, and then happiness. To me, happiness is the extracurriculars, right? Everything else is foundational to the happiness. Having good health, good wealth, good love in my life, it all equals up to happiness. So if we're going to focus on the wealth part of it, my first one is to kind of touch on what you just said. It's getting a full-time employee underneath me in Sacramento because you know so like you bringing on chance to shoulder some of that burden that will only help you now and the law in the long term because it takes a little bit off of your plate so you can fill your plate up with other things that build the company the same thing will happen in my location bringing somebody else on to help grow them as well, to help grow them as a person and as a technician for Wildlife Command Center, then I can start to focus on some of the territory building aspects of the business, which is getting myself in front of other forms of media, in meetings with other local businesses, podcasts, YouTube, and things of that nature. And so getting a full-time employee under my, under me is one of my goals for the year, which is, you know, that's not, like we were talking about, that is not a end-of-year goal. It is a next couple months. We got to make this happen. Because our bat season starts early. It starts in about March and April. That's when they start. They all come back, basically. It gets warmer here a lot earlier than most places. So all the Mexican free-tails... Come back and start getting into people's houses again pretty early. So I have to have somebody that's ready to go by the time the bats come back.
1: Yeah. And that's a good and worthy goal, definitely.
0: Mm-hmm. Another one is doubling the size of my current investments. And so for that, I have to make more money. You know what I mean? And that's just a kind of the... Like we mentioned on the last podcast, you dollar cost average into your investments, such as I do as well. Every week, I set aside a portion of my payments to it goes right into that, regardless if the prices of the investments are high or low. It goes in every week, like clockwork. And so I hit the lows
1: and I hit the highs. That's right. And, and you know, the other part of dollar averaging is really basic math. You know, mm-hmm. if, if you invest $100 in stocks at 10, then you're going to get 10 stocks. If you invest $100 in stocks at $1, then you're going to get 100 stocks. And if you invest $100 and the stock is $50, then you're going to get two stocks. So over time, that dollar amount, it oscillates. But when it dips, you get more shares. When it spikes, yes. you get fewer shares. You know, And so if you do that... On a consistent basis, it's been proven time and time again that it's a great strategy as long as you're consistent with it. You know, mm-hmm. I have automatic. You know, I use Coinbase to do my transactions, and I mm-hmm. have it set up automatically to purchase every day, Monday through Friday. You know. Oh wow, that's DCAing. Holy yeah, shrilly. and you know, it's like you know, with Coinbase, it's like ninety nine cents per transaction or something like that. Mm-hmm certainly the size of your transactions you know my goal's going into 2022 is to double the size of my transactions Ooh. so that i have the opportunity to purchase more of the base stock you know or the base crypto you know i'm old school so i still think of them as a quantifiable entity stock, and stock is what yeah. my mind still thinks you know but but buying those cryptocurrencies at wherever they are Eventually, I really foresee that everything will eventually become more and more digitized and less and less hard. So, for some of our listeners, let's say, let's tickle their fancy a little bit. What coins do you buy? Well, I'll have to get into it because I don't follow them every day. But um, Mm -hmm. I do buy Ethereum. I do buy Bitcoin. um, Ethereum, yeah. I do. I, I buy some of the basics. Mm -hmm. You know, classic. And then I buy. Let me jump into my account real quick. Why don't you tell us some of what you buy?
0: So I'm pretty heavy into AD uh, ticker symbol or coin symbol ADA, which is Cardano. It's an Ethereum competitor. It's by far my largest holding. I think so. Ethereum is the biggest block. Bitcoin is the biggest blockchain, but Ethereum is by far the biggest transactional. Blockchain, where people, you know, sell NFTs and write smart contracts and stuff like that. Cardano has a smarter smart contract model, and so I believe with time, the cream will kind of rise to the top. That said, I do also buy Ethereum, and a few other small things here and there. I've got I buttoned the uh, the Sheeb craze uh, about six months ago before it was like hot, hot. So that actually grew a pretty substantial portion.
1: Okay. I've got to look at this stuff because I, I do a lot of it, a lot of research. I do a lot of investigation. I am not I am not a day trader, you know. No, yeah, and so I don't watch the dips per se. I I'm do. Pretty, I'm pretty much <laughs> um, like if Gary V comes out with an immediate something something, then I pay attention to it, you know, because yeah. he's not like uh, like Crypto Boy. Crypto Boy is like always hustling the hype.
0: Who? Oh, BitBoy? Yeah, gosh. I had to unfollow him because it was... There is 100% legitimate value and information in his videos. Yeah. But the clickbait is just too much for me. It's It's crazy. Just... Ugh, come on.
1: You know? So, here's what I'm... So, I do a lot of research. I figure out where I think things are going. But... I buy regularly the stuff that seems to be the bedrock, which is Ethereum, Bitcoin, and Chainlink. And then I uh, really play with this Ampleforth governance token, you know. Token? I do invest in some Tether. Yeah. So I'm just not getting into that. But I also oh, yeah. buy some scale. Okay. Yeah. Everybody enters into things with the amount of knowledge that they have, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, I'm still at the phase to where I still am looking at blockchains and studying blockchains. Like I'm still at that level where I've convinced myself that blockchains are secure enough that they can be a viable (laughs) digital means, but I'm still, you know, I'm old school. I'm still like convincing myself of which direction this is going to go. So, for me, I don't just take any of it at face value. You got to study it. Yeah, I've, I've got to study it. I've got to understand it. I've got to see a potential path for it, and then I've got to know. Now, some people are blessed in that they can just mm-hmm. jump into stuff blindly, and it works out. You know, I'm just not like yep. that. You know, I have to study it. I have to understand it. I have to know which direction I'm investing in the meantime because part of my brain understands that, hey, you need to be involved. Don't miss the train. Yeah. You know, I may not know why that wave is developing, but I will understand how to ride it. You know? Yes. And so, you know, that's kind of where I am with it. I'm still fleshing it all out and understanding it. I think it will make me a better investor in the long run because I truly understand how it works. And I'm not just buying it because it's a fad or a trend. Mm-hmm. And that's why I don't listen to, I mean, I do listen to BitBoy. I do, I do listen to his <laughs> hype, you know? Yeah. But I don't buy into the, the clickbait. I don't buy into the, the crazy hype You know, when they were Mm -hmm. all on Doge, I was like, this is bullshit. You know, (laughs) I was like, I'm not going to participate in that. But if you don't understand it, then you will fall for stuff that may not be what you want. Anyway, we're kind of off the subject. But I mean, it all does tie in. I am not a crypto expert. I am a student of crypto. At best, mm-hmm. a week ago or so, I invited the whole audience that if you wanted to engage with me about goal getting, to engage with me on on YouTube, and a lot of that has happened. People have sent me Facebook messages, and so, but don't ask me anything about cryptocurrency because <laughs> I I will tell you how I study. That's the only thing I will tell you because that is the only thing I'm you comfortable. Need
0: crypto questions. I am the crypto. General. No, <laughs> I, if you do have some crypto questions, I can answer a few. Hit me up on Instagram, Lone Star with two R's Trapper. I know a little bit. I know more than Michael, which is it's not much. You know what I mean? I've been a student for about a year now. So I know a fair amount. You know, I'm not going to overhype myself. Anyway, getting granular. Let's move on to some other stuff. So, still in the financial realm anything else we want to touch on there we talked about business 3.25 million double our current investments i'm going to have a full time sacramento employee and we want three additional
1: wildlife command center employees yep and then i have a personal goal like i have a number that i have set for my savings personal savings mm-hmm. And so, to be able to hit that number, I break it down into weekly savings. And that is liquid money that I can use for emergencies. And gotcha. so, Okay. And so, I have that number set. Luckily, my wife, Bonnie, is extremely good at saving money. And oh, yeah. And I promise you, I can hand her a $100 bill. And you will never see it again. <laughs> I, I can write that serial number down. And... I could ask her for that, that $100 six months later. And if she gives it to me, if. Uh, right. If it she... will be the exact same bill that I handed to her. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, yeah. Well, Bonnie is great about saving money. I mean, she is literally, I could use the word fanatical about it. Yeah. Like, I could use that in the truest definition of fanatical because she she is about saving money, which is great. Because you guys make a good team in that way because you, you know, you're you're not a needless
0: spender, but you are a risk you are the risk taker of your marriage, you know. I am the entrepreneur, the risk taker, and she is the risk averse of the two. And so you balance each other out pretty well.
1: I like that. And it works out pretty good. You know, other goals, my short-term goals were to watch a Gary Vee video every day. And certainly, that has become ingrained into a normal part of my life. I've been watching more sometimes, and I re-watch videos. Like, here's what I do. Most of his videos are 25 to 40 minutes long, and he'll say something profound, and I'll hold it open on a tab... And I'll just rewind it, rewatch it, rewind it, rewatch it, rewind it, rewatch it, and and just kind of like embed it into my brain, you know, so that I can really grab the concept of what he's talking about. You know, sometimes just hearing the words is not enough. Sometimes I've got to think about it. I've got to mull it over. I've got to say, how is that applicable to me? How can I make that part of my world? you know and so i'll listen to it and i'll think about it and i'll listen to it and i'll think about it and so like if you looked on my computer right now i've got three youtube tabs open and two of them are gary v videos where i'm just listening to like he it's, it's 45 seconds of something yeah. he says and i just listen to it and re-listen to it and i say how can i make that applicable how can i implement that into my life how can i make that a part of what i'm doing Really, in the old days, whenever I started sales training, in the Zig Ziglar days, because that's how old I am. <laughs> Classic. You know, we used to write these things down, and it was a big thing. He would always, Zig Ziglar would always say, put your affirmations, your positive affirmations on your mirror. I've
0: got mine on a whiteboard right next to my mirror, so I can look at them as I'm brushing my teeth in
1: the morning. And literally, that was before post-it notes, and we would take scotch yeah. tape. And we would scotch tape that stuff to our mirrors. Oh, you know? <laughs> Before there were notes. Yeah. You know, so now it's a, it's an open tab on on the internet and listening and re-listening and re-listening and listening and re-listening and saying, and every time I figure out a different way that I can apply it. And so it becomes mm-hmm. part of what I'm doing. It becomes a habit, an unconscious habit. And I think that's important when you're goal getting is that you do these little things that you set goals for, and you do them, and you redo them, and you do them again, and you make them a living part of what you are. And that way, it's the building block to get to some of your bigger goals.
0: Every day, slowly but surely. What is it? Step by step, we get ahead, not in big spurts. Yep. yep. So, let's go to health, maybe. Do we want to touch on that?
1: Sure. Absolutely. For me personally, it is to bring my body fat down. Now, luckily, right. this is going to be one of the easier goals for me. Yeah. I have a lot of willpower. It's easy for me to maintain particular types of diets. And I don't mean diets like diet fads. I just mean good, healthy eating habits and also conscientious food choices. You know, that's what I mean by by diets. But, you know, for me, last year... In 2020, I kind of played around with keto. In 2021, I got a lot of success from keto. And so in 2022, my body is what they consider fat adapted. In other Mm -hmm. words, I can conscientiously and purposely jump fuel sources. I can go from glucose to fat. And so, you know, if you're eating carbs and sugars and vegetables and things of that nature, then you're using, you're utilizing glucose. If you're only eating meats and cheeses and eggs and fats, then you're utilizing ketones for fuel source. And so, being fat adapted means that your body can switch fuel sources. It's conditioned, and it's under, your body understands we're switching fuel sources. And so when I use IF, intermediate fasting, in conjunction with keto, then my body burns its own fat reserves very, very quickly. Yeah. And I mean really, really quickly. You know, it's, it's something that works really, really well for me. And so, you know, I'm on this uh, quest to get down to about 18% body fat from 24%. It is a long-term goal because here's the thing with that is you want to do it slow and steady so it's permanent yeah 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 okay you know, i I am able i promise you I have done it, I have done it just like the celebrities you know this is how the celebrities shred weight really quickly for a part now mm-hmm. also you know a listers that is what they do for a living, and so their whole life is evolved around what they're doing. they have nutritionists and full time personal trainers and The whole shebang. And they've got real trainers that know exactly what they're doing to move fat off the human body. Mm -hmm. But I can tell you that it is very, very doable. And uh, I'm blessed with strong willpower. You know, I'm going to tell you one of the most addictive substances on earth is refined (laughs) sugar. And (laughs) I personally... Am easily addicted to it. I, you know, if we were talking in 2019, I told everybody I have the biggest sweet tooth, you know, because I do. You did. I love sugar. No, I still do. This is one of those things where, like in the AA meeting, you you stand up and you say, hey, my name is Michael, and I'm an alcoholic." That's me with sugar. You know, I have to stand up and I have to say, "Hey, um, my name is Michael, and I'm addicted to refined sugar," because. Dude. Around the holidays, dude, it is so easy for me to lose a day because there was some pumpkin cheesecake oh. pie. Oh, you know? Man. Oh, my gosh. But anyway, <laughs> so yeah, first personal, personal goals. It's not about how much I weigh. It very much is how I look in the YouTube videos, how I look through the camera and how I look to myself. Now, I've got a really good body image person. You know, your body image is what you, when you look in the mirror, that's what you perceive. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm very happy with where I am. I think I look amazing. But when I look at myself through the lens of a camera, there's a certain look to my face to my jawline, and to my cheekbone structure that I like better than another look. yeah, you know? And it's directly proportional to my body fat percentage. And so bringing that thing, bringing that baby down to about 18%, I don't know what weight that's going to be. I think it's about 195, 197, but I don't know for sure. So I'm not so much focused on how much I weigh, that doesn't mean anything to me. But what mm-hmm. I am focused about is being able to look in the mirror, especially when I have a turtleneck on, which I love to wear turtlenecks and mock turtlenecks. I like a certain look. And that look is directly proportional to body fat. And so as I move that body fat down, the weight's going to be proportionate. But you know, I'm, I'm looking at where I'm at. And I want to be around 18%. And that's going to require me to continue to be full keto, I'm going to have to do the intermittent fasting, which currently I stop eating around 4 p.m. and then I do not break my fast until 10 a.m. And so that gives me a good 14 hours of, of intermittent fasting and it allows me to get into the state of autophagy. And if people don't understand what autophagy is, that's a whole different subject, you know? But basically, my body is consuming itself. And it's consuming the fat reserves, and it's repairing itself because it's also consuming damaged cells on a cellular level. Eat those cells that ain't worth a dang. So it's got a lot of good benefits to it. However, it is not for the faint of heart. No, dude. It requires some gumption, man. And I'm going to tell you right now, you have to be 100% off any kind of sugars, even sugar alcohols. Which is hard, you know, because when I'm in ketosis and I'm I'm full blown keto, I rely on sugar alcohols to satisfy my sweet tooth. But if you're really going to go for a explain that real
0: quick because people might be confused what that means. Not actual, not like liquor.
1: Right, right, right. So, you know, there's there are artificial sweeteners out there. Yes. That trick our taste buds, basically into thinking things taste sweet. And then there are sugar alcohols that really don't process through the body the same way as refined sugar does. And you don't have a carb balance. Mm -hmm. In other words, it's not being converted into glucose. And so you've got this, you've got a sweet taste. And certainly the best way to, to explain it would be go to Walmart, go to the pharmacy center, Look at some of the Atkins products. Remember the old Atkins diet? Look at some of the sugar-free products. And then look at the amount of net carbs on it. The the amount of carbohydrates in a product that can be converted into glucose. There's also going to be a line item for sugar alcohols. And so that's what kind of tricks your taste buds into thinking you're getting something sweet, but you're not getting the carbohydrates. And so therefore, you're not processing and converting it to glucose. You stay in ketosis. Yeah, so I've got to really, I've got to really pay attention to that because when you're intermittent fasting, man, sugars are the enemy, and we we can't not intake any sugars because even some hams are cured with sugars and they're not labeled. There are sauces that have sugars in I mean, there's, sugar is so oh. prevalent in our modern culture and our modern palate, mm-hmm. you know? It's so easy to just sprinkle a little sugar and it makes everything taste better. It does make everything taste better. But when you're intermittent fasting and you're trying to make it for 14 hours with not eating, uh-huh. when your blood sugar crashes, that's what kicks in the hormone that creates hunger pains. Mm -hmm. You know? And so, you know, it's 10 o'clock at night and you've got this grumbling in your tummy and you have to be solid that you want to get into a state of autophagy because you want to repair cells and you want to burn fat and you want this look bad enough that you're just going to say, you know what? Not tonight, tummy. You're going to have to just grumble, you know? And you're going to grumble till 10 o'clock tomorrow and then you can break your fast. And then... I mean, I'm even serious about how I break my fasts, you know? I'm probably the only person that eats dry tuna fish out of a can for breakfast, but you know, <laughs> you know? I can say that with absolute certainty. But you know, it's a, it's a very lean protein and I literally break my fast with just one can of dry tuna and I eat it right out of the can. And then I wait about two hours And then I'll have an intermediate-type meal for lunch that has a higher fat content. You know, it's protein. It's got a high protein content. It's got a higher fat protein, a higher fat content, you know. And then I snack throughout the day as I wish. I actually try to get in a solid 1,500 calories, but it's difficult if you break your fast at 10 and then you start fasting at four, because what happens is you eat that can of tuna of fish or whatever proteins you want to break your fast with and you're satisfied. And then you eat a small meal at noon and you're satisfied. And then mm-hmm. you realize that you've got four hours to consume another 1,300 calories. What are those calories going to be? Are they going to be good calories where they better be because you're not going to make it through the next IF? You're not going to make it through the next, <laughs> next fasting cycle. And then I always end my last little meal. I usually eat a meal around three o'clock in the afternoon. High fats, you know, of course, proteins, but that just kind of comes with the territory. Mm-hmm. But I set myself up with a lot of high fats so that my body has something to process so that come 10 o'clock at night, I'm not so ravenous. You know, yeah, and I'm pretty much past the ravenous. Oh, I just got an, an alert on my Google calendars. You know, so it's New Year's Day tomorrow. <laughs> uh, mine says bats start showing up. Oh, <laughs> really? Yeah, sheesh. Yeah, we start. Well, it's not so much the bats start showing up, it's that bats start to manifest themselves. And you know, this is a whole nother podcast that we'll do soon about bats, but bats start to manifest themselves because we start getting some of those single digit numbers for cold temperatures here in St. Mm-hmm. Louis and they press in oh, to the interior of the home yeah. and then they get lost and then guess what they end up inside the house. And mm-hmm. so that helps my monetary goals. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Man, I have this uh, speaking of monetary
0: goals. Man, I'm hoping, you know, everything kind of as far as other people's businesses. We're still working every day. I still got to go work today, make this money, catch a bunch of animals. But, you know, over the holiday period, everybody else's businesses kind of slow down and whatnot. But man, speaking of those monetary goals, I got this big $40,000 one that's kind of waiting in the wings. Sheesh, I hope it, it's bats to dovetail that. It's, it's a gigantic bat job for a company we've worked for in the past man, I would sure love to start out the new year like that. They're Mexican free tails, so they're not here right now. And so instead of having to put excluders on the building and let the bats out, I can just seal everything up because they're assuredly not there right now. So I can just seal it all up and be done with it. And honestly, yo, if we do get that, I will be flying you out to assist because it is a doozy. Not hard work, it's
1: just a lot of work. Yeah, that'd be cool having those big jobs in the wings like that. Mm. I mean, you know, that's what they consider, you know, filling the funnel, filling the pipeline, having these jobs waiting and, and ready to go, you know? Yeah, I have
0: I have a, a 10 grand, a 10K that's signed, sealed and delivered and we're just waiting on a deposit. So that should be here soon. I'd love a, a nice big
1: birthday check. <laughs> that's coming up here soon as well. There you go. Yep, there you go. <laughs> Yeah, what is your birthday? Is uh, January the 10th? That's right. January 10th, I will be 31. Big 3-1. Yeah. Right. You'll be officially in your 30s. It's <laughs> like when you're 30, you're kind of in denial still. You're like, oh, man, I just... <laughs> i really kind of just like an older 29. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I think the point has been made that goal getting is important. You know, you've got to set your goals first You've got to refine your goals. You have to make sure your goals are manageable, that they're quantifiable, mm-hmm. and that you are able to, at any given moment, know where you are in real time with your goals yeah. for the new year. You know, And what are you going to do in 2022? Hey, hey, hey. That's the phrase. That's it. We're going to stick with that. What are you going to do in 2022? For us, we're going to continue on. You know, we had an incredible year in 2020. We had a really, really good year in 2021, and now we're asking ourselves, "What are we going to do in 2022? We're going to have a, <laughs> a we're going to have another phenomenal year, absolutely. Yep, and we're going to set ourselves up for 2023.
0: Cool. Yeah. Shoot. Oh man. Oh hey. So, do we want to touch on what? your plans are for the show in 2022 or do
1: we want to leave that up to suspicion that's going to be a dynamic ever-evolving project right there you know i can't really make solid goals yet because i'm under some contractual agreements Mm -hmm. that i have to see how those things are going to play out you Mm -hmm. know i do have a great agent i do have a great producer we do have a lot of great talent for the show but certainly we are at a point in a juncture right now that we really can't make solid plans. I got some ideas. We have a mm-hmm. plan B, a plan C, and a plan D. And I promise you that you're going to have something to watch. That's what I will promise, you know. We are <laughs> highly focusing on the YouTube channel because that is something that we can produce immediately for people to consume, you know. Same with the podcast. Yep. We're going to continue with the podcast. That's going to be something that you can consume. You know, one of my short-term goals was TikTok. And you know how vehemently I was against tip, tick, TikTok? <laughs> yeah, same. I was too, man. Gary V definitely opened my eyes. I listened to a bunch of his, his videos on the concept and the precipice of what t- TikTok is and is going to be. And I believed him. And so the last week of December, I downloaded the TikTok app. I started just putting a couple of TikTok videos together. And, mm-hmm. and now I will be improving my TikTok presence to augment my IG presence, to augment my Facebook presence. And so, you know, part of my goals for 2022 are to become more of an influencer. TikTok famous. Yeah not TikTok famous. <laughs> I'm lacking some essential equipment to really be TikTok va- famous. Like being 17 and being able having great
0: dancing skills. <laughs> oh,
1: you know what? I was reading a documentary or I was watching a I was watching a, a video documentary on TikTok because I'm hmm. I'm always a student of what I'm going to do. Yeah. And I didn't know this. I didn't know that these girls were doing these dances half speed. So they get the moves oh, down right. Yeah, and then whenever yeah. they post their video, they, they, speed post, it up. they speed it up so that it looks appropriate. And then they add the music to it. I didn't know all that.
0: Yeah, crazy, right? That's how they make it look. So yeah, that's just how it's done.
1: Hey, I, will, I will admit this to our audience. I get lost in TikTok. I never consumed TikTok before I had the app. I never consumed Oh it. no, careful, dude. I would catch TikTok occasionally when it would come across somebody's Instagram you know, that I was following, and I never consumed TikTok. But oh my gosh, I can get lost in a TikTok rabbit hole quickly, you Careful, know? dude. Yeah, it's, ugh, it'll suck you in. It really can, especially with some of these uh, content creators that have uh, something legitimate. Like this one TikTok guy, it, they're marine biologists, and specifically, mm-hmm. they work on orca. And so Ooh. I get sucked into their TikTok. I think it's called the Orca Life because they have so much great content and I just I just love watching these those animals just hunt as a pack, you know. One of the videos that they put out a lot, you know, they're up somewhere north in the northern seas and there's a seal on this huge block of ice. And the seal is just out there sunning himself, And these orcas start popping their heads up, looking. Looking for him, yep. For him. And then they create a wave. They swim in harmony. They create a wave, a wake, and they'll flip the iceberg. And the seal falls off into the water and they eat it. Dude, that's so crazy, isn't it? I've seen <laughs> those videos. They're wild. They're, smart, They're so smart, smart creatures, man. I'll tell you. But anyway, so yeah, so TikTok. So, you know, one of my goals is to create X number of TikToks every day, to create X number of Instagram posts every day, to create X number of social media interactions every day so that I become an animal expert in people's Mm -hmm. eyes so that I can promote our catchphrase, we can catch it. We can catch it. We can catch it. And also, so, that the film industry will be calling me more and more and more when they need an animal expert. If you go to my IMDb page and you look at my IMDb credits, you'll see that a lot of the movies that I work on and that I have worked on, you know, I'm listed as an animal expert. And that's not by accident, that's because I have positioned myself in our industry, in the film industry, in the wildlife control industry, as an animal expert. Locally in St. Louis area, the different news companies, news entities, they call me when they need an animal expert. The radio stations call me when they need an animal expert. And it's because I am positioning myself as an animal expert on purpose. And so- and so that's more of my goals for 2022. What am I going to do in 2022? I am going to become the animal expert that people call when they need to know something. Absolutely. Thank you guys again for listening. Welcome
0: to the new year. It's 2022. Let's bring it in. Write, write those goals down, or you should have written them down last week for last week's episode. Now refine them and then break them into like weekly, monthly then maybe three-monthly and six-monthly. And the six-month goals will turn into total year. Basically, you turn yourself, you develop these new habits over the six-month period. And then on the additional six-month period to finish out the year, they are already your ingrained habits to reach heights you never thought
1: possible. Absolutely. And (laughs) I would still encourage folks any of our listeners, if you want to engage with me, engage on our YouTube channel, find a video that you're interested in, something that you have a question about or you want to know more information, then contact us through the YouTube channel. Man, I'm telling you, I watch those YouTube comments like a hawk, literally. (laughs) you know. It doesn't matter where I'm at. I get notifications on my cell phone when somebody leaves a new comment and I jump on it immediately and I engage. And so if you want to engage with us, that is the medium to engage with us, the YouTube channel.
0: Yeah. Thanks again, guys, for listening. I really appreciate it. If you could, please leave us an awesome review. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, if you're on Spotify, throw down a solid five-star rating and subscribe, please hit that bell so you can be notified whenever... I drop a new episode usually three times a week. Thanks again, Michael Barehands Baran, for joining me. Really appreciate you. All right, peace out. All righty, see you later, guys. Thanks again for listening. Have a good one. God bless.
1: Hey guys, thanks for listening to this podcast. This is Michael Baran, aka bare Hands Baran. Make sure you go now to Discovery Plus. Download our reality TV show, Bare Hands Rescue, where we are out there every day rescuing people from wild animals. It is entertaining, it is engaging, and it is informative. Download it today and listen for our next podcast.